for a bit. Anyway, uh, hello everyone, and welcome to Modular Components, being hosted by uh, myself, the Vacuuminator, finally again, thank god. Uh, and I'm here with he of the clean balls, Boingo Ryder. Yeah, I had to take some basketballs, uh, give them a nice good scrubbing and some uh, dish soap. Yeah, nice job. Did, did uh, you meet LeBron and, James? And, uh, what? Did you meet LeBron James? No. Uh, that's, that's he lives sad. in a different state. But uh, speaking now is uh, they who know many ways to get canceled, Buster Core. I, yes. Uh, not from personal experience, but mostly secondhand. I'm sure. Anyway, uh, it's an Analytical Fanboys fifth episode. Or not Analytical Fanboys. Good God damn it, and utter such phrases. You know I haven't been on the show. How long has it been since we've done Analytical Fanboys? A good long time, which is exactly as long as I have not been on this show, which is why I'm all discombobulated. I'm not used to hosting things anymore. Um... But I'm hosting this now, and this is uh, Modular Components, right? It's not Twit. Yeah. We're not on Twit right now, right? Yeah, we're Components. Okay, okay. Just making sure. But it is a fifth episode. It's episode 35, I believe. Um, and uh, that means we do a top five special. We pick a topic, and we count down our top five things that go with that topic. Um, and uh, these chuckle fucks forgot to pick it last episode. And I even gave them the extra chance, hey, do the special while I'm on vacation, and you can you can do you can pick it then, and they still forgot. So we just we just called an audible and we're doing top five YouTubers tonight. Or at least top five YouTubers at this moment. Because I don't know about you gentlemen, but my top five or my favorite YouTubers in general just changes every other month or so. Yeah, same. Totally same. Yeah. That's why I kind of gave myself a limitation of, like, what do I want to put on my list? And I was like, okay, I, I made myself a rule. So it's like, okay, it's not just super contemporary. It kind of is me from the last year. My favorite YouTubers of kind of like the last couple of years. You know what I mean? Okay, so you're trying to go for Evergreen. Whereas I literally titled my document Top 10 YouTubers as of 2022, I guess. Because I, I had to make this today. I'd just be like, okay, here's one from each category of YouTube I like except music, because music YouTubers are hard to describe of why I like them. Fair enough. Uh, and I mean, I'll, I'll straight up admit, because I said this to you before we started recording, Buster, um, my shortlist was 11 channels, and I just straight up ranked them by ones I, I rush to the fastest if they upload a video, and uh, then just put a little cut right where it's at five so that's the ones i'm going with no kind of fancy statistics or anything yeah i just uh none of these are in any particular order i'll be uh, for me mm. how about you Boingo? yeah i don't have a specific order i again i just have my one rule which is these are appointment viewings when they upload a video i go like all right cool i can't watch it right this second but as soon as I have that block of time, I'm watching it. No questions, no everything. Just watch. Very much the same. I didn't put any... I, on my short list of 11, literally none of the channels on there are like, oh, I'll wait to watch one of their videos. It's like, no. ooh, that's out. I gotta get to that at some point today. Yeah. Um, oh. Because there are several content creators that go like, oh, I can immediately watch their stuff because it's it's low mentality. 
you don't have to put energy and effort into watching it. Few is a good example because it's just conversational. Comic mm-hmm. pop is a similar way of like, yeah, no, I watch them as soon as they upload a video. But to me, it's not like I have to watch it. It's like, oh, I got something cool to watch. Fair enough. And I also feel like news channels are kind of disqualified from that. I have to watch it today stigma because like I watch Wrestle Talk almost every day. It's it's not because I love them. Right. Uh, I mean, you like their personality. While we're doing that, should we get some honorable mentions? Uh, I suppose we can. If we if we have honorable mentions, we could each like rattle off a few real quick. And not I mean, go I got some classic. Like, there's some classic ones that I go like. These were the ones that made me a fan of YouTube as a platform in general. Mm, I wasn't even thinking that way because I I just went straight up with people who I'm currently subscribed to. Well, I'm still subscribed to them because I never run, like a lot of them just stopped making the content yeah. that I watched them for originally. Like um, Mystery Guitar Man. Mm. I've never no watched Mystery Guitar Man. Is he uh, no longer a mystery or a guitar man? Yeah, he kind of left YouTube. He started doing other uh, Hollywood projects, but nothing Good like big him. backstage stuff. Um, classic style Rhett and Link. Watched a little oh. Rhett and Link, not much. It, Good Mythical Morning. Those guys. Before they did that show, they were basically variety YouTubers. They did skits, they did music, they did anything. I still have no idea who we're talking about. Good Mythical Morning. You're young. Yeah. I think I've heard Uh, that name. I just don't know what it means. It's a talk show thing. Okay. Uh, I have like one major honorable mention, and the only reason it's an honorable mention is because I've already talked to them about them at, at length on social media and just this pod, this series of podcasts, and that's Scott the Waz. I feel like I don't need to say anymore. It's not on your list. Okay, he uh, no, he would be, but I want to give the spotlight to other channels I have not mentioned. That's a completely fair, fair assessment. Enough. That just throws me for a loop. I feel like I can't Let's guess any like of your this. It's not your number one. That's your number zero. It's more important than one. Yeah, yeah. Th- exactly. It's like it would be number one, but I just I want to give the spotlight to some other creators I love. Jordan, sit down. Let Scotty Pippen take the lead. Uh. I guess I would give shout outs to people like uh, Red Letter Media. You know, they're people that have Wait, been Red here forever. Not they're not on my <laughs> list. They they would they are number six in in the ranking I oh, came up with. Oh, like they're they're OGs, they've been here forever. They create an entire format that people now love and use. And I still find their content entertaining. Like occasionally they'll post something that I disagree with and find a little cringe. But they never posted anything I think is outright bad, like they should take this down. Um, whereas there's there's plenty of other people out there who I can say that about and I'm still following for some reason. Um, another one, Overly Starcastic Productions, just because I realized I don't have any women on my main list. And I feel a little bad about that, but I love Red's videos. I, I can listen to her talk about random tropes and whatnot for ages. And Blue's good too. Yeah, Blue's a good boy. Blue's a good boy. And I, I love the way Blue loves uh, loves his partner, Cyan, so much. This is adorable. Uh-huh. Actually, um, uh, speaking of uh, women YouTubers, Lady Emily was going to be on my list, but I'm like, she's a bit too recent to get like a style, like a good reading on, but I love what video she has posted. And I always like rush to like watch. Yeah, it. like I like the videos she's made, but I feel like she, she hasn't made enough videos and enough variety of kinds of videos for me to really get into her yet. Yeah. You know, there have a couple of content creators that are like that. Like they make really good stuff, but it's inconsistent enough that it's kind of like 
it's hard to just pay attention to them and focus on them. Like there's Shay May, who I love yeah. dearly. I love his yeah. content. Uh Bread Sword, love his stuff. It's always good. Um Noodle to an extent. Noodle's really good. Uh, uh for me that like uh, someone that would fall into that category for me would be Vintage Henshin. That that kind of like the same thing where it's like he's a bit Vintage too. Vintage Henshin is great. Why didn't I put him anywhere on my list? Yeah. And then there's ones though, like I really like the one series they do, and I kind of watch some of the other stuff they do, but not as much as the one series. Like uh, Kaiser Beams, I think it is. They do retro anime, which I watch every once in a while when a, the series looks interesting. But I absolutely adore their Looney Tunes documentary that they've been doing. Yeah, uh, that I would be off Kaiser Beams. I hadn't heard about the Looney Tunes stuff. I have to check that out. Uh, and then there's a uh, there's also the other ones of like. I really like their content, but sometimes I just can't watch your video in that headspace right now. Like Philosophy Tube or ContraPoint. That's every fucking Philosophy Tube video for me. I'm like, I'm going to have to wait like a month before I'm mentally prepared for this. I'm sorry. Yeah. Or H-Bomber Guy, too, when he talks about more politically stuff, when it's video games, it's pretty instant. But like, again, not inconsistent, but like, there's a there's a block of time between uploads. Yeah. Um patch wolf can kind of be that way for me like i like his videos but like he rarely makes a video that makes me go oh i gotta watch that well uh, I, mean, uh, I was close to putting patch wolf on my list but then i realized i haven't really watched a lot of his early content i'm mostly into his like newer stuff like uh mm -hmm. 2019 20 for like just when he kind of slowed down on the anime content when he did a bit more variety like his video game and like internet culture analysis so i'm like yeah it feels a bit weird to just put him on there for like just half like only his recent stuff when he's like done a lot of stuff like the, the hunter hunter videos yeah yeah I mean, also... speaking of uh i'm sorry you can go no 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 it's it it might lead into off of what you're saying but it's also like little other bits or okay go. i was just gonna say speaking of people who've gotten really good recently and not to say he was bad before this I, it's just i feel like abroad in japan ever since the uh the too much volcano era like the uh the journey across Japan that birthed that song. I feel like mm -hmm. he's really coming to his own and I'm really enjoying his content now. Yeah. But speaking of abroad in Japan, there's also like a list of content creators that like I always watch your stuff. It's really good, but it's not mind-blowing. That it's always just like it's good solid entertainment for what it's trying to be. It's not trying to be anything like super like all hey, of us. Yeah, all of us. Uh Sea Dog Sea Dog VA yeah. kind of fits into that. Wang kind of fits into that. Where I, he's have, not... uh, I have a couple uh, toy tubers that I would put in that bracket of like, I love watching the floosh. Just Jay Hernandez is amazing, but like, it's always the same level of amazing. Um, so it, it's hard for me to be like, oh, you're my, you're my favorite because you're constant. You're, you're always doing something cool. It's like you're always doing something cool, but you're not always doing something cool with it underlined. You know what I mean? Uh, actually, I have one more honorable mention. Uh, he was almost on my list, but then I'm like, I need a bit more variety in terms of content. Uh, Cat Icarus. Uh, I just always love his content, especially mm -hmm. now, like uh, ever since 2020, when he kind of did those, started doing like hour long uh, videos on like multiple games. It's just been like comedy, great jokes, great analysis, great like history. It's the Jesus that, video is some of the peakest comedy on YouTube, uh, like, as a recent memory. That little generation of uh, video game reviewer content creators is always yeah, yeah. Uh, has a special place in my heart. Caddy, Brutal Moose when he did video games, Space Hamster. Yeah, your Hidden Block and Normal Boots Gang. 
Hidden Block, Normal Boots, uh, and then the adjacent people, like some call me Johnny. Oh, um, <laughs> you might have well, spoiled someone on my list. Uh, <laughs> do uh, do y'all watch any lore channels by any chance? Is uh, any, like, One really Piece ones. One Piece ones. Teching is good. Uh, I just started watching Grand Line Review, but I only just started. So, but what, One Piece videos. I watch what? One Piece videos. What do you mean by lore channel? Or did you like? Like, Arn. a channel that's that's not, like, providing analysis purely makes videos to explain a thing about a thing. Nah, I, I kind of fell off that. I just, I'll just use Google if I want to get that. The only lore channel I still follow is Transformers The Basics. I love yeah. Feelies explaining of various Transformers topics to the point of where, like, there's a moment in, I, I don't know what video it is, but there's a few video where, like, he's he's taking toys out of a box with a guy, and he stops and he goes, you know when you feel like you have the robot knowledge, and then you don't all of a sudden, and it's really fun? This this whole video is that for me. Chris McFeely's channel is just constantly that for me. Yeah. Like, I'd never heard of Enemy until two weeks ago. Do you know your anime? No, and I also don't know your guys' list, so who yeah, the heck is gonna go first? Uh should we pull straws? Uh let me just let me uh well there's not two of us. I can't flip a coin. Let me let me find a random number generator real quick. Alright. Alright. Between one and three. And uh wait, uh uh, Peter one, Peter two, Peter three. <laughs> just fuck it. You got the numbers listed down in your head. Just when you roll the number, tell who goes first. Okay. Buster, give us your number five. All right. My number five is uh, a childhood favorite. I still watch to this day. Some call me Johnny. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so basically, he was kind of my introduction to the analysis and review side of YouTube. Because uh, for a while, YouTube for me was just Let's Plays and gameplay videos. Just a way to find out news on upcoming games. But then I just decided on a whim, I was like, hey, this, I see this Johnny Versus series always being recommended to me. Let's check it out. And that was kind of my introduction to kind of that, like, analysis and review kind of content on YouTube. And he's still funny to this day. Like, his Cory the House video always gives me a laugh. And he, and he still, like, provides, like, very thoughtful analysis for, like, the common man. And it's probably if I had to say if there's, like, a... Like, a channel, like, a review channel that anyone can get into is probably Johnny's. That's interesting, because, like, I've heard his name a whole bunch, especially since becoming friends with you, but I've never actually watched a Some Call Me Johnny video. Uh, I really enjoyed his, uh, Metal Gear Solid marathon back in the day. Oh, yeah, that's a good marathon. Like, uh, oh, I just love his, like, all the marathons he does. It, it gives you, like, a, a lot of, that's kind of how I learned about 3D Sonic and, like, all. And it was really cool, like, last year when he revisited his old, like, a bunch of old marathons, like the Sonic and Metroid marathon. Uh, that ended from, like, the SGB review days. Mm. That, that was, like, such, like, a cool, like, full circle moment. Uh, yeah, um, he's a cool guy. Really, really, if there's, like, one YouTuber I want to meet at a convention that any day, it's him. Yeah. He, he's also, like, vacuumed vibe with him, because I watch Some Call Me Johnny on a regular basis, too. He, he's, like, older millennial. Okay. You know how we're young millennial? He's a little Just bit older millennial. I mean, I heard Corey in the house, but does he just do video games, or does he expand out into other things? He reviewed the video, video game, Corey in the house. Because it was part I'm, of a donation. I'm looking at the camera like I'm on the office. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it was a it was a part of a donator's marathon, which is 
Also, he covered a Mary-Kate and Ashley game during that marathon. Basically, just fans who gave him games, and then he just reviewed them, and it led to some of the most iconic moments in some Call Me Johnny history. Fair enough. Um, alright, uh, anything else to say on him? Good. But basically, like, my introduction to this kind of, like, the what I consider YouTube, uh... It's also a very different kind of introduction, because that is definitely in the era post-storyline internet reviewer. Mm. Yeah. Like, he, like, he was kind of, like, at the t- tail end of that, where it's, like, the Tales doll story arc, uh, because that was a thing. Uh, but even yeah. then, I was only in, like, a couple videos, not really, like, all throughout. Because, um, like, when we started watching reviewers, it was Angry Video Game Nerd, Nostalgia Critic, Linkara. I feel like, like, for me, I went backwards, because, like, like, 2017, 2016, I rediscovered those old reviewers, and that's kind of what led to my sto- that storyline mortality for a bit I had with my old channel. Sure. Uh, okay, uh, Boingo, go ahead and give us your number five. All right. Uh, this is gonna already we're going to be going into a place where neither of you would uh, venture into. Bad obsession motorsports. What the fuck is that? It's two British dudes who, for about six to seven years now, have just been building one little car. Think you've told me about this? That premise sounds familiar. Basically, there are a couple guys who really enjoy rally racing like on an amateur sense and they had the idea for a project car where they take a mini Cooper and put basically a Toyota engine in it. Nice. Okay. So overall simple enough concept, but every step of the way they look at the problem and go, I want to make this the most robust, solid piece of engineering we can do to make this the most beautiful and elegant project car in the world. So it's perfectionism, the channel. Yes. And like, it's a running gag of like, all right, we just need to get this popped in here. Wait a second. We need to build like five different brackets to make sure everything fits in here at perfect 90 degree angles and everything looks nice and pretty and while we're putting it in there. And it's like, okay, God. And that's the next episode. And the next episode's next month. It's a monthly kind of series. Yeah, make, makes sense. It sounds very Boingo Core. Like, this is how you would approach a project if given <laughs> enough time. But it's also it's also just, like, it's a beautiful... It's, like, over-ostentatious kind of car. It's a beautifully simple... It's a, They only just painted it, like, last year. And they've been working on it for years. They built their own AC unit for the car. What the fuck? <laughs> like, from scratch. Like, from My nothing. My goodness. Like, it's that kind of, all right, we need to build the car. Damn. All right. Um, Also, I've enjoyed during this entire segment, Buster has been muted, presumably because somebody else is in their room. But the whole time they've been talking, and you can still see the Avatar animate. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Uh, No one can see it anyway. Uh, But yeah, um, that sounds very, like, looking at the channel, very, like... But it's also very dry british humor uh like there i think that's the first time i've heard the cad joke because normally cad is computer aided drafting mm-hmm. it's cardboard aided drafting where you sketch out the the part you want to build out of cardboard and then you cut it out like use that as a template for the metal and it's like really fucking good it's just really solid so let me put it this way they spend an entire two episodes 
building a stand to put the car on so they can turn it in the air to work on the underside without having to go under the car. Bruh. I see. It's that level of dedication of trying to make it good. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, my number five. Oh, sorry, did you want to say something, Buster? Yeah, I was just say very interesting concept. Very, yeah. Like, I, they really carved a niche for them. Five. Oh, sorry, did you want to say something, Buster? Yeah, I was just say very interesting concept. Very, yeah. Like, I, they really carved a niche for themselves, I'd say. Very interesting. Yeah. Like, and everybody who watches car YouTube goes, like, these guys are a cut above the rest kind of thing. Because there's it a lot of... It seems like a real GearHeads GearHead channel. Yeah. Like, sometimes some of the things they're talking about goes over my head, but I just go, like, I appreciate what you're building. Yeah. All right. Um, my number five is going to be Bo Miles. Uh, mm. I think I, I have talked. Uh, B e a u m i l e s. Um, like it's literally the dude's name. Um, and he is a professor and author who lives in kind of rural Australia. Um, and he basically makes mini documentaries off of um, kind of like esoteric wilderness man premises. Uh, that that he can do just within his own area. Like, I was just watching a video of his earlier today that is just, um, hey, what would it be like if I kayaked to work? Because I have a river that runs kind of close to my house and kind of close to the school I work at. Um, and, and it's just like, what is the experience of doing that? And, and um, he's got a a bunch of different like premises for I'm going to run along this uh this old long since decommissioned railway that's in my area. I'm going to walk to work which it, which instead of being 2 hours is 2 days. Um I'm going uh I think the video of his that first caught my eye was um what what would it do to my body to eat nothing but canned beans for a month straight? I want to say this real quick. I went to his YouTube channel. I uh, YouTube is saying I watched the beginning of that and haven't finished it. <laughs> I think I've talked about this guy on yeah. Components before um, because I really like him. Like he is my idea of a man's man. Like he's he's a really nice, really sweet guy, but he has a cute little family, and he does all these kind of like wilderness man activities and makes these brilliant documentary films about them. It's like I watch him and I enjoy him because he's not a person I ever think I could be, but he's a person I aspire to be, and I, I enjoy vicariously experiencing that life, you know? Yeah. It looks really solid, but it's also not, doesn't look overly pretentious of like, I can fucking handle the wilderness. Fuck you. Oh no. He's, he's very anti-macho. Like he, he's, he's not as goofy Australian as like Dank Pods is, but he, he's like a goofy affable guy of like, this is hard. This is a weird idea, but that's why I'm doing it. It's to challenge myself. It's the romanticism of trying. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, to throw out another couple videos of his that are actually fairly recent that I like, uh, he made a video where he tried to plant an entire field's worth of trees in one night, um, and he made a documentary about trying to build a secret, uh, build an office building in his backyard for his wife in secret as an anniversary present during COVID lockdown. That's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, that's that's Bo Miles. I I like him a lot, and uh, I think he's a unless you're looking for that kind of slice of life stuff, it's hard to find channels like his. So I really wanted to make sure he got on my list. Um, Buster, what is your number five? Hey, uh, four. Number four. Mm. All right, uh, number four is a uh, like technically a streamer hybrid like YouTuber. Like I decided, okay, I want to have like a streamer YouTuber hybrid. Uh, just um, I mainly watch the YouTube vods anyway, so I don't really watch much. And that is Salty DK Dan. Uh, he has a uh, various shows. Uh, the the big one that kind of skyrocketed his popularity was uh, have you heard about which is like him and his friends going on like weird internet. Uh, shenanigans the most viewed episode is uh have you heard about diver would be kid fanfics and they're like reddit fanfics they're like structured like the actual books okay we it, it gets bizarre and like there's also spongebob and tarand uh it, there's a lot of weird stuff they find like, very interesting origins uh um he's uh kind of starting to get into video essays with the jojo retrospective and uh, he also uploads stream VODs of him playing games. Uh, one of his most popular series as of the Pokemon Friendlock, where basically it's a Pokemon Nuzlocke, but each Pokemon is his friend. Like, mm. like they're like, they have these old personalities, and it's great. <laughs> Neat. Yeah, I, I've literally never heard of this person before, but their channel sounds cool enough. I, I've, run, I've ran into them on the, the, the front page. Uh, also, uh, one of my favorite videos they've done is Pokemon H the movie, and it's like, this man is insane. How the hell did he complete this game? Okay. Uh... I don't want to spoil it, but uh, it's uh, basically what happens when you take a five-second Vine Sauce Joel joke and make a movie out of it. Bongo, you got a number four? I do got a number four, and this one's going to be an obvious one. It's going to be one that people are going to go like, oh yeah, no, someone's going to be talking about them uh, this episode. Worthy Kids. I've never heard of this channel. Oh, is it the ones that did the 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 the, the, the burger? Yep, burger, burger, uh, big time burger. Yeah, I've been meaning to uh, big top burger. Yeah, I'm subscribed to them, but I haven't like watched any of their videos. There are an animator with what I can describe as a very specific animation style. Oh, you sent me this channel at one point. Mm -hmm. I've sent I've sent people to these videos a lot. Um, the best way to describe it is. A person being heavily inspired by the Rankin and Bass um, stop motion animation thing and using it in contemporary mixed media animation. So 3D, 2D, uh, Blender animation that's attempting to look like stop motion. Um, they have a lot of uh, influences and things that you can go like and point and say like, that's interesting, that's an interesting influence. And they also just have a really fun... I w it's not wholesome, but like a good, a wholesome vibe, I guess, is the best way to put it. Like, they did a whole video where Freddy and Jason are taking a bunch of other serial killers and they go into a convenience store and get snacks, and Jason's just signing, has sign language. And Freddy's a fucking jackass who runs back in the store and goes, buys a six pack of beers, like, I want some beer. Okay. Like, it's fun, it's goofy, it's lighthearted. But also, He's they somehow. They somehow made clowns badass. Hmm. Hey, hey, hey! Clowns were already pretty cool. No, but like the 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 string short. Okay, I like, just, I, it's on my list. I'll at least check out Big Top Burger and Captain Yajima because that is uh, very me. Yeah, the, the Captain. Everybody who loves Tokusatsu and Japanese media needs to watch Captain uh, the Captain Short. But like, uh, there's this one. It's two minutes long, 
and it it has an entirety of goddamn world building and lore and character Ooh. arc and all that kind of jazz. Wire. Interesting. I'm going to put this on my watch later. And the fun thing is this guy also makes his own music. So, like, he is artistically creative in so many different fields, and it just feels like, damn, this guy's his w- a one-man uh, animation studio. What would he, what could he make if he had assistants and people helping him and working on things? Honestly, like, that, I, this isn't to sound mean. I kind of don't want him to just because he's just, like, he just he's already just, like, like it would kind of lose some of the magic, I feel like. Like I don't want to say all the time, but, like, give him a bigger project, let him do a 30-minute project with some people's help. Yeah, like, I'm not saying, like, put him on cable television. Give him a bigger budget. No, we need to get this guy on G4, too. Uh, him and Scott, back-to-back. Let's do it. The niche YouTubers that everyone loves out. I have a niche. Scott's not even niche anymore, but, uh... uh Scott's about as mainstream as he gets without being Mr. Beast. Yeah. Um, but, like, the best kind of... Yeah. Uh... All right, so my number four is pretty fucking obvious, but I want to see how if if Boingo can guess it. And the way I'm going to do it is by giving you a hint in that they uploaded today. Ooh. So I would assume that I am also subscribed to them. I would assume so. Uh, Theo? Yeah! I was trying to think of who, who do we both watch to upload today. It's not like Comic Pop. No, no, no. Few uploaded today. Yeah, Few posted his uh, his top 10 toys of 2021, which I have already watched. It's a good video. Uh, and all of Few's videos are good videos. And I, I like, what what can we have say about Few that we haven't already? He's my favorite toy YouTuber. He just brings such exuberance to to not just Transformers, but toys as a whole in his videos, no matter what it is, no matter what he's talking about. And he always finds a way to, even though his titling is very rigidly structured, every video feels like a unique little piece in and of itself. Mm -hmm. And unlike a lot of YouTubers where you can kind of track a progression of their quality, I would say Few has this nice kind of bobbing back and forth between this video is okay, this video is fucking amazing, this video is pretty good, this video is not as great, but you know, it's a Few video, it's still good. I definitely feel like we're in an upswing of Few right now, especially with the the break, uh, uh, bootleg beatdown coming back. Yeah, that was great. Um, and uh, freaking... Um, I just love Damn It Open, okay? It's my favorite unboxing show. I'm a little sad he hasn't continued Toy Grind as much. I would love some more Toy Grinds, yeah. I feel like there's some lines it could be really interesting to get his take on, but I don't know if he has any interest in them. I'd, I'd love to at least see him... With the way he's make- talking about like his... I don't want to say frustration, but his his waning apathy of Transformer collecting, I can see Toy Grind being a good way of like valve release. Yeah, he should maybe, like, take a break from Transformers and check out some other lines from around the time he was a kid, because, not to get into off-topic too much, but that is something I've been thinking about doing, is taking a break from current stuff and, and, like, buying more stuff from around the mid-2000s, which is my sweet spot. Um, But... uh, yeah, I, I really like Few. Um, there's, there's just we've talked about him to death on this channel because he's one of our original. Like, uh, hey, have oh, you heard we of this watch, guy? both watch this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right now, we're on Comic Pop and Trash Taste, 
before it was dank pods, but the original was few. Yeah. <laughs> it also doesn't hurt that, like, all three of the white boys of this group, me, you, and uh, Snow, Cody, yeah. we're, we're basically, like, one part of Theo. Like, put us together, we've all Our powers combined. Uh, all right, Buster, what's your number three? Okay, number three I'm a bit, like, hesitant about. Well, I, I, you know what? I'm going to say it. Defunct land. I... Yeah, I'll be Oh, you're, ro- you're roboting out a bit there, Boingo. I have no idea what he's. Uh, but yeah, I was a bit like hesitant because I haven't watched every Defunct Land video, mostly because they're big time investments. I have to be in like a certain mood to watch like specific videos, like especially on real world events. But yeah. uh, like with the topics he covers and the way he does it is like the go- is like it's so good. It's like even I'd argue it's beyond YouTube. Like this is like movies not even like cable tv movie level production values documentaries like his videos remind me of back when like national geographic and history channel weren't infested with reality tv and and played documentaries regularly yeah like those just great documentaries but like even still it has still like a sense of humor and like like very like wit may may i say like just just like yeah. And, pa- and dare I say passion, which is especially in the Muppet uh, video, like, you can really feel the passion in the Jim Henson perspective. Um, mm-hmm. I, so I actually got introduced to uh, the Fun Clan. Um, and then the just... Fast Pass documentary was one of the best documentaries in years. Yeah. Uh, I actually, like, Letterbox. actually, I'm not sure if they removed it. Let me check. They actually had it as a movie, and I actually put it above Inside in the top 21 movies of the year. Uh, let me pull up that movie list. Um... Uh, I I definitely say I like um his his videos about old TV shows a lot more than anything else, just because he tends to cover shows that like I never hear anyone else talking about. Yeah, like I was actually planning to do a fetch video, and then he just comes in and just does like basically the definitive fetch. But it's like this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I I grew up with fetch. I will say yeah, this I would like kill for him to do a cyber chase video. That was my jam oh, when yeah, I was yeah. in the PBS uh, I feel like uh, that's age. Inevitable. I feel like that's inevitable given his subject. But th- th- his theme park videos often feel like also like one part documentary on the tourist industry of Florida, which is also fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah especially as like a, I go, I used to live in California, so I went to theme parks pretty regularly. And even like when I do go on vacation, I go to theme parks, so like it's very interesting. Like, the first theme park channel I learned, learned about was Some Jerk of a Camera, which I did consider putting on this list, but I just ultimately decided against it uh, for reasons I don't want to go into. Uh, but, um, well, I, I didn't, but, like, you know, Defunct that also scratched that itch of, like, I want more analytical theme park content that isn't just vlogs, so... Mm. I also but like I- how he's able to be very critical of Disney while not, like, constantly going to Disney bashing. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of people on the internet these days are either you're a Disney fan or you constantly bash Disney. Well, to be fair, that that's like the air of professionalism, like that. He's like he's not. He but uh, really... but like he also does say like Disney made a good theme park right here. It's a good ride. People mm-hmm. liked it and people enjoyed it. The Fast Pass one is a great example of that because he criticized he he showcased why Fast Pass was such a good idea and why the contemporary system of Fast Pass is such a, a downgrade. And here's the thing. When I went to Disney on a regular basis, it was during the perfect Fast Pass era. 
And I'm just like, yes, that Fast Pass was amazing. We loved it. I, to be fair, I couldn't relate as the Fast Pass documentary enough I, I, as much, but it was still really well done. Probably because I was like a, a small child who like had to rely on parents for like what are we gonna do for a fact. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna admit something that's probably gonna get me yelled at. I got maybe twenty thirty five minutes into that. I was like, I only kind of understand this, and it's a little information overload, so I'm a bomb out. Yeah, it's just the thing. I I. I knew FastPass. I already understood the system because I'm a Floridian who went to Disney several times. So Yeah, and despite living in Florida for several years, I've only been to Disney like once or twice, and I don't remember if we used FastPass or not. We probably didn't. Again, I'm also one of those readers who says like Epcot's one of their favorites. <laughs> Interesting. All right, well, uh, Boingo, what is your number three? Actually, continuing on the theme of like technical talk uh technology connections what i've never heard of this one either okay you know how some tech people talk about like computers and the latest iphones and the the fanciest cameras and all the that tech Mm -hmm. this guy went i want to talk about the mundane tech the technology that surrounds our daily lives that's useful that's innovative that helped improve our lives but are not something you consciously think of. They're not the shiny thing. They're not the bright, pretty thing that you want to get the new one to show off. This is technology like indoor heating, chest freezers, photography development, uh, wow. laser disc. That is esoteric, but awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, like his recent, he did just recently did a video series where basically he was like, hey, all you kids who don't know how to develop photography, here's the entire history of the de- photo development so you can understand how important and how critically changing it was that we now have digital photography. I'm going to look this channel up. This is one I could definitely see myself getting into. He also has a very simple dry wit, very sarcastic, very, very pun-heavy um just recently just today he made a 21 minute video about a can opener whoa that's the kind of like focus in on like simple technology that he gets all right let's go through he made a two video series detailing why the packets you put into a dishwasher are wrong and you should be using the inbox powder it's a lot of old Older technology, technology we don't use anymore. Like, what is a lava lamp? How does a microwave work? How does this thing play CDs and records? All the like, all this kind of stuff. Brown, it's a weird color. He did an entire video series detailing the actual war between VHS and Betamax. Nice. Like, yeah, I could get into this. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll watch some of these tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else to go into about him? Uh, no, they they make really good content unless Buster wants to ask any questions about them. Buster, do you have words? I don't have words. Uh, move on to Vax numbers. Okay. All right, everybody, here it is. Here is the moment you have all been waiting for. Vac is going to reveal his favorite video essayist on all of YouTube. Are you ready? Are you excited? Is there any anticipation? I fucking doubt it. Uh, because guess what? Is, because I'm very concerned. It's the person who's made the single greatest video about comic books ever, B-Mask! Yeah? Oh! I was actually kind of considering it, but I kind of fell off the B-Mask train after. No, I legitimately... Well, it it doesn't hurt that... It it hurts that B-Mask had to basically go under multiple 
Oh yeah, that medical procedure. He had like that. a year hiatus this year because of that, which yeah. sucks. But I'm I'm glad he's doing better. Um, yeah, it's not, he it's not, did just drop Mandalorian. Mandalorian, and his Mandalorian yep. video was fucking great. Uh, I mean, there were moments where I was like, eh, "I'm sad you feel that way," but never like, "Oh, screw you, I disagree." Um, yeah. yeah, both his Scooby Doo videos are really fun. Even though, if I think he honestly didn't need to make the second one, um, uh, his Breaking Bad content is really cool. I never would have gotten back into the MonsterVerse if it wasn't for his video on Kong Skull Island. Um, and I'm just scrolling through the channel. His his gem video got me to watch that show, and now I'm 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 like him. I'm some weirdo in his 20s who likes gem. Uh, fucking his Hercules video was so eye opening to how interesting Yay. musicals are for somebody who's just like never been into that world. Oh yeah, um, it's, it's also the most brilliant takedown of anybody who says Hercules doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the part where he's just straight up like fuck Doug and fuck Disney Sember is great. Yeah. Uh, and uh, his hour long fucking video on Hill Street Blues. Who would have guessed that would have been so interesting? Um, I mean, unless you've already seen the show. Uh, um, his his video where like. Even though I like Age of Ultron, I know I'm a weirdo for it, but his rebooking of Age of Ultron is great. Um, His Sam and Max video is also really good, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He makes video game videos. I forgot about that. That's just, that was like the bulk of his content and why I actually started watching him. Like uh, a YouTuber I watched, Clemps, he was like, he was like doing a best of 2019 video, I think. And he was like, I really like B Mask. And I'm sure I'll watch B Mask. Then I, I watched a lot of his content, and then I kind of fell off after kind of a horrible experience Discord server. Uh, mm. I don't fault him for it. Got a got a vibe with Clemps though. You gotta love the chaotic bisexual man. Oh yeah, like I think Clemps is the reason I I I'm like very confident in myself, like self image. I I probably should have put him on the list, but I haven't watched his videos in the field kind of. But I, but I also really enjoyed B Mask's uh, Sly Cooper series. Oh, I need to watch. Them. I haven't watched any of the only. Video- game video of his i've watched is his video on crash war and it's just because when it got uploaded i was so excited there was a new b mask video uh but the op- i'm really glad he put the uh first three minutes of the video as its own video it's, it's like his edited game is like whoa mm-hmm. this is like- that's the other thing i love about him he's probably the best editor on my list i i wish i could edit s uh, video essays as well as he does yeah, especially the way he uses music, like the way he just times everything to music, just like mesmerizing. Yeah. I'm so fucking scared of copyright bots that I've just like never actually tried to do good music editing. So like, well, that's because like he uses a lot of video game music or covers. Yeah, um, and I just don't listen to a lot of video game music, so I I wouldn't know. But yeah, no, his Fantastic Four video is definitive Marvel watching. Yeah. It's like if you want to understand why Marvel is good, you watch that video. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't wait. I'm pretty sure the next Marvel video is Thunderbolts because I'm wow. pretty sure the silhouette is Citizen V. See, that's interesting because Thunderbolts is like a fairly recent thing, isn't it? No, it's been since around the mid 90s. But I'd consider that fairly recent compared to the Fantastic Four. That dude, that's 30 years ago. I know. I know. It was uh, during Heroes Reborn, after Onslaught. Mm. The Avengers had disappeared, so they took place of the Avengers. Okay. Uh, all right, Buster, what's your number two? Number two. All right. Um, I'm going to say Toonrific Tariq. Uh, so let me. So he's like a cartoon review. 
But like what makes him stand out is the presentation. And I feel like I see a lot of imitators of his presentation. Like he does like AMVs in between, like quick little AMVs. I see a lot of that in cartoon reviews these days. And I'm like, it doesn't work as well because Tariq is authentic about it. Because he loves like, he loves music. He loves like cult, like the black culture because he's, he's a black guy. Uh, he, he's like, he's just very like, he, he's very chill. He's very passionate. He's very funny. It, it just like this, just you could just feel him in every one of his. Was like even like the peanut specials. He's currently reviewing every peanut special. Like uh, and like even if those videos don't do well, they still feel authentically him. He's not afraid to like insult his audience or like call out like you know problems in the show. But he's not. But he also is very complimentary. And it's like he, it's just one of my favorite videos from him is his Scoob video, y'all hated Scoob, where basically every one of his friends roasts him and he roasts them back. And it's just, but there's still like this really passionate like analysis of this movie. Everyone kind of wrote off as cheap corporate, and like he does acknowledge that, but he still finds merit in that movie. Yeah. Um. Also, the little things about the Goofy movie video. Uh, very good analysis on that movie. Again, it just very personal it's kind of what i want to do with my content just very personal very you can feel his his self and every one of his you've talked about him a lot to me but i've never actually checked out his content uh but explaining it that way does make him seem kind of interesting yeah again like i see a lot of people try to imitate like his style specifically the amv editing and it just falls flat for me because it's just like you you it's just clearly just trying to be imitating and just because it's cool like, there's not, like, it's not written as sharply or as passionately as what he does, you know? Mm. Like It'd be like someone trying to imitate B-Mask's uh, inserts in the Fantastic Four video when he transitions from parts. Yeah. He did that because he really wanted to do that. But if you don't, if you're just doing it because you think it looks cool, eh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, a good example of that on my account, in my Gokaiger analysis, I split it up into parts... But now looking back, I really didn't need to do that. I just wanted it to come off as big and fancy and like, oh, it's it's in parts and chapters and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I actually just, I recently rewatched that and it's like, there was like a part that lasted for 40 seconds, odd. Like. Yeah. <laughs> That's all there is to say about that. Boingo, yeah. what's your number two? Um, all right. So this is actually a uh, video game channel and I'm pretty sure like Buster will know this, these people, but uh. Stop skeletons from fighting. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Let's go. This is uh, uh, okay. So people don't know about this because it's usually off mic, but this is a thing that like just every like three months or so Boingo will bring up and I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to check them out. I'm going to check. And I never check them out. So stop skeletons from fighting is Derek, uncle Derek, basically who is your weird uncle who fucking loves video games who has everything and you go like what the fuck is that and he'll explain it to you okay. and love it and even no matter how crap it is so really you would say it. watching this channel is like living life with Derek. fuck off <laughs> I, I honestly like uh, his xbox documentaries are like mm -hmm. awesome some of my favorite videos to just put on and relax to and uh, i really love his new delisted series because i always find delisted games very in i love that he's like looking into those i don't like, even know that's i what what is what is a delisted game what um games that are sold online that are no longer be able that you are no longer to buy from the servers oh okay so it's delisted it's not on the list anymore all right 
But like he has another series called Punching Weight, where basically he looks at games that had no business trying as hard as they did. They could have failed. Most often, they failed. But they tried super hard. Like a first-person shooter on the Game Boy Advance. Or the Tiger Electronic Game Com. Yeah. Or trying to port Resident Evil to the Game Boy Color. Not a not an adaption. Port it. Where it's like camera angles and you move around in 3D space on the Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. Or is Variety of Series just talking about weird controllers like the Nintendo 64 mouse or the PlayStation or, mouse? Or that like N64 controller that's like two N64 controllers in one. Yeah, it's it's very much... Most game people, most people who make video game content talk about the video games everybody knows. Some kind of Yanni reviews the games people know. A lot of people just like, here's a game, here's what what we know. Derek likes to dive into the dollar bin of video game shit and goes like, look at this fucking weirdo piece of shit. And love it. He loves this kind of stuff. It's me with my 90s comics. They are weird, gangly messes. But I have it a love and appreciation of. Yeah. It's it's me with the Unicron trilogy Transformers. Yeah. Not to mention that this wasn't technically his first like uh, branding because he used to be known as the Happy Video Game uh, Nerd. Oh, he's that guy. Yeah, he started off as a parody of ABGN. Wow. So I've known about this guy forever then because one of my I don't watch this YouTuber anymore, but one of my really early YouTube memories is watching a is watching a video called the top 10 worst YouTubers that everybody is watching. And I think he was, he was either in there or he got mentioned as like being similar to another YouTube. Oh no. He got mentioned as being similar as being a good version of the irate gamer. Mm-hmm. Oh, i.e. someone's copying the AVGN, but he's doing his own thing. Yeah. Cause like you could kind of, that, that kind of traces back to stop skeletons. Cause you know, happy, you know, he talks about games he loves and usually very niche, obscure games because doom 64s. And what was the first one he covered? Uh, metal metal. Yeah. But like, and now he's, he's still passionately talking about like games he loves, even if they are stupid, like it's kind of, it's, it's a beautiful evolution just in like the modern YouTube format. And like, he's not afraid to like work with other people to make uh interesting side content and they did and the people who were making the channel because it's him and his partner yeah producer grace uh, producer grace uh just uh changed up how their patreon works to try and make bigger better content so that's always a fun thing uh his tony hawk ride video series is really video is really good again like any game boy advanced punching weight is uh, producer grace uh, just uh, changed up how their Patreon works to try and make bigger, better content. So that's always a fun thing. Uh, his Tony Hawk Ride video series is really video is really good. Again, like any Game Boy Advance punching weight is solid. This is really good, really good, good lad, good lad. Yeah. Should I do my number two? Yeah. Go poop. So I'm I'm sure Boingo has at least heard of this person, but I don't know if any of you are subscribed to them. Toy Galaxy. I'm you mentioned. I'm them. subscribed to Toy Galaxy. Okay. Toy Galaxy is a channel that I can elevator pitch as the toys that made us but good. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm subscribing right now. Because it's weekly short like 10 to 25 minute videos that are just here is a chunk of the history of this franchise 
with snappy editing and a few jokes thrown in, but it's never disrespectful and it never comes off like he didn't do his research. Um, like oftentimes the jokes are made at his expense or like mm-hmm. people who fucked up a product expense. Yeah. Is there a Mask Rider video? He did. He did a Mask Rider video. He's done a video on Ninja Turtles Next Mutation. My most recent favorite video of his is the video he did on Mousetrap because that's another <laughs> thing I love about him. He doesn't just spick, stick to big name brand toy franchises. He'll go into like, like he did a video on the, the Fox Kids block. Um, he did, he did a video on Mousetrap. He just recently did a video on ALF. So, like, he'll go to, like, just other nostalgic things that you wouldn't necessarily think of as a toy brand. Hasn't he made a video on the history of Pogs? I think so. I haven't watched it in forever, though. Um, he made a, um, like, he recently got a ton of traction for his video on Wizard and Toy Fair magazine. Um... And, and like, it's it's just these very good, um, very succinct, like, you don't know about this thing? Here's what you need to know in order to start getting into this thing kind of videos. Um, and then on his second channel, Toy Galaxy 2, um, which I love that he spelled it T-O-O, because everybody just does the number two. Um, but T-O-O uh, is a more. Yeah. Um, but he does a lot of, uh, a lot of, like, videos, just, like, his personal opinions on toys he's currently collecting. Like, he did, um, Dan in the Photo Booth was the series he was doing on that channel for the longest time, which originated on the main channel, but there was a point where they were like, oh, it'll be better for the algorithm if we just put the history ofs here and everything else on another channel. Um... And uh, recently he changed up the format of that because they, they're actually su- successful enough to have an office. Um, so him and his friend who run the channel are now doing the Dan in the photo booth style videos together for the most part. Um, like the PO unboxings is going to be the both of them. And then if he's just talking about a toy he wants to talk about, that'll be him solo. Um, so it's a very it's a very good, very robust, very healthfully run uh channel like probably the closest i think you can get to like trying to appeal to the mainstream and like optimizing for the algorithm without just being straight clickbait garbage i'll definitely check out the voltron one because i kind of want to do a voltron retrospective one day and i need the research so Mm -hmm. Um, and that's another great thing about him he will specifically state like hey this video is about this chunk of history so don't comment at me with why didn't you talk about this incarnation or this incarnation? Like, his his Voltron video is very specifically, I'm talking about 80s Voltron. I will make a 2000s and a 2010s Voltron video eventually, but not right now. I pray for the comment section on the 2010s one. <sighs> uh, Alright, it's time, boys. Buster. What's your yeah. number one? Okay, number one is a very... I decided to go for more person. Uh... Like that, it's not like a personal something, but mostly inspiration, uh, person. Um, just more like what I wanted to do and what I still kind of wanted to do. I'm gonna pick a YouTuber that doesn't upload any that uh I watched a lot like growing up, and you know I was kind of sad when they stopped, but you know they still I still come back to their videos and I love their content. I feel like it's kind of important, and that is Balrog's Game Room. Mm-hmm. Okay, again, this is a very personal pick. This is a very personal pick, so, like, this is, they're not, like, the, like, I probably, like, other YouTubers are better on this list I mentioned, but this is more just, like, me, like, what I like, 
And um like they have they have, they've rebooted multiple times. Ha, huh, it's me. I also rebooted multiple times. Okay, that's not the reason why. But uh like they just the, the their creative drive to keep trying something different and always like reinvent even when it seems like cringe, like with like they, they go back they actually have this really cool live stream where they go back to their old videos and just big yikes, but like this just is I I'll I'll do like funny skits like their rugs game room adventure was that's what I want to do on like the, these like still analysis and thoughts, but like just pure analysis. But like, I'm going to do this. Yeah, 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 I can see a lot of ball rugging and stuff you do because he was part of a hidden block. Yeah, actually, his, his hidden block introduction video is still cracks me up. It's, it's wonderfully goofy in that like good early 2010s YouTube way. The name sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't know that I've ever heard of ball rugs game room before. See, I remember Balrog from the from the games, but also uh, he was in the um, the normal boots dating sim. Okay, as a side character. Oh yeah, yeah, he was in it. Okay, of course, was, but like that that's aged poorly. Oh yeah, like because uh, of some problematic figures that were now problematic that were included. Uh, you can say John Tron. You can say John Tron. Yeah, and also uh, you know the other guy. Yo, for uh, spoilers for when we make worst YouTubers list. Fuck John Tron. Yeah, fuck John Tron. Are we getting worst YouTubers list? We, we could. We could one day, maybe. Oh, though it wouldn't. Titling it worst YouTubers would be very misnoming. It would be like worst YouTubers that we know of. Yeah, like we, we would probably have to. But then again, I don't really feel like because a lot of worst YouTubers to me, like I have to drag down like they're very unpleasant things, but uh. Or they're, like, legitimately problematic people. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, they're just, like, stuff I don't really want to talk about further. But, you know, um, anyway, back to Balrog. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, just, like, he's, like, even though he's never uploading, he stopped uploading. He, like, he was going to make, like, the a running joke on the channel was the review of Pokemon X and Y. Uh, his last video was uh two years ago, and his last, uh, yeah, two years ago was his last video, and it's a bit. bit did he legitimately? Did he legitimately say he was done, or is it just that he hasn't been able to make a video for a long time? No, he said he was done. He said he was done. Like he's just like he's done streaming. He's he's on Twitter. He tweeted, like funny stuff, but like he's he, done. he wanted to move on. He wanted to do another thing. He wanted to move on in his life. I mean, like th there's YouTubers out there I can talk about like that. Like I will, I will never not. Uh, shout out uh, Hippocrit for like ha having the balls to just straight up say like, hey, I'm not cut out to be a YouTuber. I have other prospects. I'm going to go do that. See you all around after like five years of trying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't like, think of know, anybody. He's, like... he's working on like, a, like, I think he's like at like a technician. Like he, he had like a full time job or something. But yeah, uh, yeah, even if he's like not like he's never gonna come back, it's just it probably never. But like you know, you, you, the the stuff like I'm just happy that it happened at first. All rocks game room ten years after. Oh, I I think we're past that. Uh, oh, actually, no, we're, I think next year. It'll, this well, year you would. You, I I'm I'm thinking like you would make it ten years after the last upload. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, fair. Like in eight years, we'll get a ten years. But yeah, um, yeah, that's uh. I probably could have picked, like, something grander for number one, but I decided to go with a more, like, inspirational, personal. All right. Uh, Boingo, you, your turn. Yeah. What's your number one, boy? <laughs> it's probably going to be a little obvious. I've talked about them uh, a couple times. Uh-huh. Civi 11. I don't recognize this name. What the I, fuck? I know who Civi is. Uh, only from Matt McBussell's cameo. Yeah. Civi 11, which is actually... 
there's an in reason why he's uh, in storyline reason why he's called that is a guy who reviews video games. More often than not, he talks about PC first person shooter games, the quote okay. unquote boomer shooters. But oh no, okay, I do know this person, or I know yeah. this, of this person thanks to you now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, really fun, really insightful look into these games. Look into the this kind of era of gaming. He doesn't only stay in there. He does talk about newer stuff. He does talk about uh, other projects or things semi related to it. Like he talked about Alice Unle- uh, Ta- uh Alice in the Madness. Mm. Uh, all that kind of stuff. But there is an underlying of storyline in his videos of basically he is a prisoner of the US government for some reason and he is tortured, uh, mutilated, maimed, and overall given a very shitty time through a variety of dumb lore things. Think think Mystery Science Theater, but dark. Like you know what else role- it made me think of? What? Spawn year. <laughs> Here's the thing though. He is not a hero. He's he is like the like he never gets to fucking win. He's not the main character. He's not trying to save the world. It's just that's the running gag. Is that okay. he gets shit on. He starts like he makes a pun, he gets fucking tased. Wow. No puns. That kind of like comedy. Okay. So, from what I'm getting is it's like What's that torture me? Hostile shit, or is that different? Here's the thing, though. Like, again, there's lore that he mentions, like, oh, yeah, no, my uncle was a terrorist. What? What is going on here? Like, Ah. you never get any information, and that's kind of the point. Like, I say it's story, and I say it's lore, but it's nonsense. It's a joke. It's a It's like trying to figure out the Undertaker's backstory. Yeah, okay. like, so there's like, two robot people who torture him. Guess how they're made? Oh, they took half of his brain, split that in half, and put it in each of the robot, and that's how they live? There's a cancer rat. There's a cancer mouse. It is just a say- tiny little mouse that is radioactive and starts talking in right-wing talking points. Oof. That's the joke. That sounds amazing. That that legitimately sounds pretty good. What's the, what's the production quality like on this channel? Um, no, okay, here's the thing. There's no live-action bits. It is all told basically from the perspective of Civi, from his eyes, and it's kind of animated, kind of 3D rendered environments and very simple animations. Like, um, and it all depends. Some videos, it's just gameplay footage and there's no story lorry bits. And some videos, it's the beginning, middle, and end, and it's a common reoccurrence, it's a running gag. It all depends. Interesting. No one's gonna. No one in this call is gonna get this reference, but this sounds like Saw by way of Conjun House. As I mean, you're probably not wrong. That's the that's the interesting thing. But like, he also talks. He is also like he will proudly talk about the shitty, schlocky B movie pieces of shit that he loves. Like he loves Postal, yeah, the Postal uh, game series. I think that's what I was thinking of. Uh, where you play a a mass shooter. Okay. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. He, he loves those games. You play a sociopath, and he goes like, yeah, no, you play a sociopath. It's fun. And you piss on people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a canon movie. But he's also the person who kind of, like, inspired me of, like, how to go back and talk about older videos. Because his old videos that he doesn't isn't proud of anymore, he just retitles them old and crap. It's not good anymore. Don't If you want to watch it, you can, but it's it's not good. Like, I think the only one you've done that with is the Gaim video so far. 
Yeah. I disagree with, but all right. It's old and crap because I didn't explain myself well enough. Okay, that's fine. That's Not the fine. opinion. The opinion I still hold by, I didn't explain it well enough. Good. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I'd agree. Um, when I eventually make my Gaim video, we should collaborate on it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's mostly boomer shooters. He does a point and click adventure every once in a while. He does like platformers every once in a while. But it's also like through his videos, you learn the history of id Software, Ravensoft, a bunch of these different game studios that just got shit on by like different companies and yeah. the greasy bastard, uh, Randy Pitchford. Hmm. I definitely know who that is. Oh, he's like uh, even worse David Cage. I kind of know who that is. Uh, let me just give you an example of a thing that happened. A couple things that happened. Um, he once left a, a USB at uh, Medieval Times filled with porn. It was his work USB. Oh, I think you guys have told me about this fucker before. Yeah. God, if, if, if Modular Components as a show has proved anything, it's that I just have a terrible me memory. God damn it. Yeah, um, a, but also, Civi has a, some really cool accolades under his belt, because sometimes he will review a, a modern indie shooter, and he will say the most outlandish, this game makes my penis rock hard, kind of like one-line uh, critical thing, and go like, and he went like, he basically went, I dare you to put that on the fucking Steam page. They did. Isn't there, a, isn't there a few video like that where he was like, um, or no, it's Vangelis. Vangelis made a video where he was talking about some anime robot, and he said a name of one of its modes, and he was like, doesn't that make your balls feel like they're pulsating with new hair? Yeah, but like, literally, the game studio saw that clip, saw that line, and was like, yeah, we're putting that on Steam in front of everybody to sell our game. Did they do that nice. with Ultra Kill? Uh, I, I think it's anything by uh, anything by New Blood. So Ultra Kill, Dusk, um, all those games. Nice. Like, uh, Mac, what's it, your it's too bad to kind of be considered that this guy, mm -hmm. this guy is a major hand in the boomer shooter revival of video games. Yeah. Wow. I always, always love to see YouTubers like uh, give more exposure. Uh, under yeah, okay, just yes. say modular media. Get this. <laughs> you can say my channel. It's fine. Uh. Actually, boys, I have a bit of a surprise for you. A bit of a surprise. A bit of a little little secret I've been keeping about myself. Our entire friendship. You're you're never gonna see this one coming. Okay. I'm legitimately a little nervous about this because I got free words for you. Subscribe to PewDiePie. Ah, uh, I'm gonna quit. I quit. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> Good. Thank God. Oh, if only I could have. If only we were live and everybody could have seen the face Boingo made. <laughs> you're saying like, I know you have shit taste, and that's that's not a non possibility. You made the you made the U version of Princess Leia going. You came in that thing. Oh man. Uh, but no. Um, yeah, I was totally just throwing everybody because mine is absolutely no surprise. Uh, hey, what what channel do we talk about all the fucking time that that Ash Boingo Day. and I love? Fucking oh, Mike, oh, it's dying fucking, pods. It's fucking dying pods, isn't it? Oh, it's dying pods. Uh, God damn it, Craig. Um, oh, it's a Craig. No, I've if dank pods uploads a video, I stop what I'm doing, like legitimately. What if um, you're at work? I go to the nearest bathroom stall, and you know, uh, fucking just like the guy is an absolute sensation. He came out of nowhere. He hit a niche that nobody knew was there, and he's com 
completely revolutionized product reviewing with just how witty, how how quick and snappy and well edited he is, even though he's got what at first glance looks like a completely jank setup. And he's talking about something I literally don't give a flying fuck about. I never owned an iPod or any kind of MP3 player growing up. My first thing, my first music player was a shitty CD player. Then I had a tablet. Then I listened to music on my my desktop primarily. Then I started getting phones. I've never owned an iPod. I'm not even an Apple guy. I'm an I'm one of those fucking weirdos who will defend Windows Vista. But I love Dank Pods because he is so entertaining. He knows what he's talking about, and he's so passionate about it. And he'll just he'll delve into things I never knew could be interesting, like fucking. Few is a drummer. Few few talks about playing the drums occasionally, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's fine. That's your thing, whatever. Dang Pods talks about being a drummer. I sit the fuck up and pay attention because I know he's gonna tell me something interesting. Because Few Few is a metally punky drummer, so he's just get bashy bashy. Dang Pods is into all kinds of music. Um, like you get the feeling he leans towards jazz, but he'll play anything if encouraged to. Um. That fucking video he put out on his second channel today about symbols was so cool. Dang Pods, Dang Pods is a Dang Pods is a very interesting fellow because he also he builds motorcycles, he works on cars, he has a video grown video game collection where he has a setup and all that kind of stuff. He owns a warehouse. Yeah, Dang Pods is like goals for what I want to do content. He's legitimately running a small business off of YouTube now. Mm -hmm. Fucking, and most important of all, I've been deathly afraid of snakes my entire life. Like, legitimately, there have been points where I'll just see a wild snake crossing my driveway and I will run back inside in my childhood. In this house, we stand Franklin the Bifon. She's a good girl. She's a good girl. Yeah, she is. She's, she's cheeky. She's a wiggler. But she's a good girl, and we stand Franklin. Wag. I, I might check it out sometime. I'm, I'm not can't guarantee. And here's the thing: he doesn't only talk about iPod stuff. He also talks about just general audiophile equipment, and and explains it in a way that if you aren't into audio, like someone like I am, you can understand it. He's my favorite YouTuber. I'm using Dirty Buds right now. Because they're yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. they're good. Mm -hmm. It it's just with like YouTube, like I just like I'm I'm very like I don't like branching out that much unless like you have a good gut feeling about it, you know. Fair enough. But I mean, like if 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 Boingo or or you, you've done this once or twice. If if somebody tells me who I trust says, "Hey, you would like this channel? Check them out." Even if it at first glance doesn't look like I like them, I will at least watch their two most viewed videos. And see, when I introduced you to Dang Pods, it was mostly like, hey, this is just a fun, goofy, look at the personality of this guy. I wasn't expecting you to, like, really dive into them because I knew it's a niche subject that I'm interested in mm -hmm. that I wouldn't I wasn't sure. Like, hey, he'll find it funny for the one video and cool. And but then we just started look, going like puxels. Look, look at us now. This is how look look, look at us. You and me. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Oh. <laughs> uh. We're standing in a, a chubby Australian drummer. I mean, he's literally changed the way I talk. You can hear it whenever I stream on Twitch. I literally go, oh, mate, all the fucking time. Yeah. Just like him. 
And an amazing oh, nice. voice. I mean, I didn't start clowning on Craig super hard until I started watching his videos. And oh, it just so Craig. happens we have a Craig in our life, and he's a piece of shit, too. Yeah. Although he's been good tonight. Yeah, he's been good. Probably because he's, he's under new management as of today. Really? What happened? Uh, Your Weasel was looking to relinquish control for a while now, and he basically put out a video or, or a post at the start of December that said, Hey, if, if anybody's uh, interested and has actual coding skills, send me a message and we'll talk. And, and just, just wanted, today, I, he just wanted, they just wanted to let go of the project and go like, I want the project to exist, but I don't want to be in control of it. Yeah, he was like, I made this to help people, but helping people now takes up all of my free time and I want to do other things. So he gave it to two different people, um, Cool Guy 3289 and Shanza, I think is how you pronounce that. Mm -hmm. Oh, they don't screw over the yeah. Craig. Uh, they better mm -hmm. do Craig justice. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm just going to put this out there. I'd love to have any of the three of them as guests on components in the future, just because we use Craig to make the show. Yeah, it is a it is a necessary component of our of our modular component of our uh, process. All right, well. There you have it, everybody. The top five YouTubers as listed by Free Bozos. Yep. We did it. We made another hey, top I'm five. A Who you calling Bozo? <laughs> uh, do you have do you have preferred uh, derogatory pronouns, Buster? Uh, no, I think just like uh, stupid. <laughs> or, uh, you're you're a stupid poopy head then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a fucker. That's what I am. Everybody knows. That. Okay. All right. Well, that's going to wrap the episode. So, Buster, tell the good people who you are and where they can find your content. Hi, I'm Buster Corp. I do video essays, I think, on the internet. I really put out two videos on Everhood and Hero Senki's Watch them. Yeah. Uh, and oh, go and go full go full uh, Corp fake because <laughs> I'm excited yeah. about that account, weirdly. Yeah, because it's like, I don't know what's going to happen with that, but uh, apparently a viewer is making a fake Buster Corp thumbnail, so shout out to Dave. Uh, yeah. What's up, Dave? Th uh, thanks for being a loyal fan, I guess. Uh, the Dave. Sorry for, like, a, a thought thinking it was malice, because I, I've had bad experience with that before. I mean, fair enough. I was freaked out, too, but uh, yeah. anyway. I thought it was you at first. I thought you were just having a gag, Buster. <laughs> no, I, why would I do? Why would I make oh, a Boingo Buster's oh, working us? Yeah, that's what I was asking. Is this a work or a shoot? What's going on? Six months from now, Buster's like, it was me, Austin. It was me on. That would be the worst plot twist ever. I guarantee you, I do not. I do not make gimmick accounts of both. Anyway, Boingo, tell yeah. tell, tell the good people of it who you are. Yes. Hey, Pits Bots and Bites. Howdy, howdy. I am Boingo Writer. I do a variety of content on the internet. I stream on twitch a lot so you can follow me there on twitch.tv forward slash boingo writer uh if you want to see a robot play a bunch of jrpgs um you can follow me on twitter at boingo underscore writer instagram at boingo underscore writer tiktok at boingo underscore writer and hey hey do you like video essays and editorials fuck you can follow me on youtube just look just search boingo writer you'll find me okay. yeah uh i am the Vacuuminator, a man who likes tokusatsu and toys far too much, so he makes content about those things. Uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash c slash the Vacuuminator. 
uh, and on Twitter, tweeting and tweeting about everything that comes into my stupid little head at the Vacuuminator, and on uh, Instagram, posting photos of uh, toys and my dogs whenever I want to at the underscore Vacuuminator. But that is not all. Uh, you can also help us here at Modular Media out by subscribing to the channel, uh, hitting that bell and whatnot. Give us a like, give us a comment, uh, follow us on the podcasting platform, posting there. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at the Modular Media to get updates on when and where we're doing things, and join our subreddit r slash modular media for that same reason. And also, I don't know, maybe you could post some memes there or something. We need modular memes. Uh, but Folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Modular Components. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you in a moment. Bye-bye.